Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Gabby Kors and Kara Menz, and we are the Schwitz Sisters, Woo-hoo! where we talk shit and Schwitz. Uh, <laughs> today, and it's Monday, and it's a great day. <laughs> today, uh, we had the great experience of having Kellen, Kellen from Embrace North. Mm-hmm. He, it is a community of fire and ice, basically subscription community a month in Linden Hills. Minnesota, South yep. South yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. And it was awesome talking to him today. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I hope that you guys, when you listen to this, you just get to hear his story of how he created a community of over 900 people. Uh-huh. Subscription members, right? Yeah. And like some of the battles that they went down, they got... Um, and they're working through. I'm working through for a, a 2.0 version of their subscription. Um, beautiful human being, able. I say that a lot, but really, honestly, everybody we have on the podcast has just the best heart yes. and best aspirations for their communities. So, and learn from him about what he gained from doing sauna and what the community he's created and, and the reasons behind it all. It's we just can't wait for you to hear from somebody else and about how what we want to create for you as well. Right. Part of it. So, uh listen in and enjoy. Yay. Okay. Oh, I'm back. Hello. We did it. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no worries. Happy Monday. It is. Uh, right? No shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, can you guys hear me all right? I'm on my, my uh, headphones. Yes. Sounds good. great, okay. Kellen. Can, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I got you crystal clear. Oh, awesome. We're sitting in my infrared sauna. <laughs> sauna. Oh, that sounds amazing. Not, not as hot as a firewood, but we're, we're getting there. <laughs> Soon. 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 It's something. That's, it's something. Exactly. Better than nothing. Right. Well, thank you so much for doing this. It's crazy. I saw your reel that day um, with Embrace North that you wanted to, you know, just kind of give back to what you've been doing and and I really don't know much of your story but I'd love to know more and our audience would and and just if we want to start from there we're pretty off the cuff here if that's cool with all you. right yeah yeah that's cool with me let's do it um I'll just start kind of uh leading up to leading up to the start of Embrace North and um and just go from there so we I was a teacher before embrace north i left teaching just serendipitously before covid became a thing like a month before it was ever oh. a thing in the universe so i didn't leave teaching because of covid but it just happened to align with uh yeah what happened in the rest of the world so uh-huh. i resigned from teaching with the goal of getting in more of the health and wellness fitness space um finished out the school year online and then got hired at a gym here in Minneapolis and I, it was either the day of or the day before my first uh, class that everything got shut down. Um, mm-hmm. Never even got to start my career there because of uh, everything that happened with COVID. And oh so oh. 
it was a major, major shift in gears. Um, and I had a good friend at the time who was building a cabin up in Hayward, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I went up to help him, uh, do the build out of the cabin. And I think I was up there for like, I don't know, it was three, maybe three and a half months. Um, mainly essentially from like digging out the dirt to the framing process. And then I came back to the city, um, cause things started to reopen a little bit. Um, but while we were up there, we were sawning and jumping in the lake. Like, you know, <laughs> most days, uh, his parents' cabin was right next door. So they had a sauna we could use. Um, and it was just like a great routine to get into. And then when I came back down to the city, I was like, I need to find a place to keep doing this <laughs> because it's just become such a, such a positive thing in my life. Um, and I couldn't really find anything besides, you know, like your spas that have, you know, maybe a private session for a lot of money or like a lifetime fitness or a, a big box gym that you don't, you have to pay for everything else in order to get access to the, to the right. sauna. Um, and I didn't really need, I wasn't really looking for a full gym membership. So I couldn't really find what I was looking for. And I, um, had come across Luis's page, uh, on social media and we had interacted a few times and he had just got, uh, the sauna that ended up being the first sauna that we used at Embrace North, um, in the back of his space. And I went in and I met him and one thing I do another, we were talking about, about how people seem more interested in, in sauna and cold water immersion. Um, and at the time he had just started doing some like private rental things with it. So you could like rent it out with your family or friends for like an hour. Um, and we just got to talking and he was like, I think I'd like to have a second sauna here. Uh, <laughs> if we can figure out a way to do that. And so my buddy drew who I was building the cabin with at Hayward, I connected with him and was like, Hey, would you want to build some mobile saunas? And we kind of got together and threw around the, the ideas and one thing led to another. And um, we decided to get into business together. And, and Drew and I came up with the model of like $30 a month, unlimited. Let's see how many people really want to, to do this thing. And where did you um, first initially do that at? Yeah, so that was in Linden Hills, at our space in Linden Hills um, okay. that we slowly just kind of built out. And we had, there was a gym space in the front at the time. Um, and it's still there, but we kind of separated from that eventually, uh, where Luis was doing like personal training stuff as that was his background. Um, he was using the gym space for personal training and then the sauna went in the back and then we added a second sauna and we kind of, um, we kicked off the, the membership of like, make it as accessible as possible and make it easy for people to like book sessions. And so we had an app or we have an app. Um, and that was kind of started. We had no idea really how many people, would yeah. actually want to do something that is just that mm -hmm. um and it turns out there was a good amount of people that were looking for that um and so yeah one thing just kind of got rolling and we added more saunas and added more cold tubs and tried different cold tubs and learned a lot along the way uh and then fast forward to today where we eventually eventually <laughs> got big enough where we made it on some people's radar that we're not a fan of what we we're doing and uh so we're on the pause right now as we as we recalibrate to meet some of the zoning and and code code restrictions that we ran up right. against right right that's a quick quick synopsis 
Very. No, I love it. You just kind of went with it. You went with <laughs> gut and what was going, and that's kind of how we roll as well, Gabby and mm. I. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think um, for our listeners, giving that bird's eye view of what you're, why we want you to kind of be on and talk, and how you know maybe our paths are aligned. I think I think that was very very beneficial. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, mm. uh, you know, don't get hooked on sauna until they feel the benefits of it mm-hmm. and they've experienced you know so what what benefits did you do you mind me asking what benefits did you initially see and like made you say like this is an essential part of my life <laughs> yeah and I'm never giving it up yeah I I definitely um and I think people who like mm-hmm. don't to go like listen to Huberman or <laughs> well versed in uh in, yes right I'm I'm not that guy but just from uh, my anecdotal experience um specifically with sauna I mental health wise I think was a big one for me and sounding um. Mm-hmm as far as like anxiety, stress, those types of things that I would feel on the day to day, sitting in there for 20 minutes a day, just at, you know, whatever, 185 to 200 degrees and just sweating. It was like, it was just like a, it was like a cleansing process, not in, in a physical yeah. way, but also in a mental way of, yeah. of it's in a space where you, you don't have your phone, you don't have your headphones in, you're just like sitting in there and you're, in a state of stress but it's it's a space where you also just kind of get rid of everything else and it's a safe place too that's what i love about it yeah safe quiet it is alone it's like a forced stress but it's a safe force stress for Mm. myself i totally jive with you i've had my infrared for three years and yeah and, and then the jumping outside if you can in minnesota like the cold or a cold plunge that just added to it. Like, wow, the resilience you have from forcing your body from one extreme to the next. I think that really helped me as well. Mm. Yeah. I, I tell people a lot that come uh, to embrace for the first time of like, I would say most people come for their first time because of the sauna, but then the, the thing that really gets them invigorated or hooked is, is getting in the cold. Mm-hmm. And that's like the experience that like is going back and forth between the two that people don't expect that they like the cold as much as they do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we found too. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's, uh, it... Yeah. It's a special feeling. Well, you're so clear in that moment. Right. Yes. That's a good word for it. The clarity. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, so, okay. Was the lake the first time you've been experienced to sauna or was it like hotels? gyms prior to that yeah i mean i had gone to i mean i was a member at lifetime for a while um i mean i grew up i grew up playing sports so i've been in a in a sauna before but not i hadn't really experienced um like a more what's the right way to say this i hadn't really experienced a non-locker room sauna yeah, <laughs> right um yeah because like at lifetime or like places like that it's very like it's one it's just old dudes in there um 
and it's not super hot necessarily and it's like kind of dark and tucked away in the corner um and so it doesn't really have necessarily the the vibe that you have when you have like a, either a wood fire one or just one that like has natural light and you know you're in there with an eclectic group of people um it's a very different experience and so that that was where i think i know or i was able to i was able to experience like the how like the culture behind it maybe yeah. came to be and like you know going back hundreds and hundreds of years of families doing it and how it can be like a special place mm-hmm. yeah i went to the malcolm yards Mm, yeah, uh, that was my first experience with a bunch of people um, with a friend. I think we share friends with Jen Gilhoy. You're yeah. a friend with her and I'm a friend with her as well. She graduated yes. with a friend of mine from Redwood Falls <laughs> from Jackson, Minnesota. But crazy how, yes, the community is what I am digging, like meeting all you guys and like, oh, you know, Paige or, you know, because <laughs> we know <laughs> Paige too. And we've met her and I dug the community and that people were together talking about wellness in a healthy way and we our our podcast is schwitz sisters because we schwitz and talk shit like you really talk about you get down to talking about real life stuff and not small talk i am not a small talk type of person (laughs) yeah and i love that you could jump from sauna to sauna and you met people and you talked about stuff that was like meaningful and i felt a belonging it was crazy and that's really what we want to create down here so we don't have to drive two hours to go do something like that yeah so absolutely. what would you say your community like and i've seen many posts about people are so sad that this is not happening anymore for you and, and you know we'll talk more about where you're at with that but what did your community experience do you think when they came to your your yeah, your monthly. You had a monthly subscription a membership. membership. Yep. Yeah. Um that's I think we had no idea who would show up, like I said. And probably the coolest thing that happened over the nineteen months that we were open there was just such a wide range of people that that utilized it for kind of various reasons. I mean, underlying probably very similar, but Um, people that would come for just the social aspect, people that were coming there strictly for like workout recovery, people that were coming there, um, as like their health and fitness activity for, for, you know, their day to day. Um, and so just a wide range of like CrossFit athletes, people maybe in recovery, older, you know, the middle-aged dads that are just doing it to go, you know, detoxify and and um relieve some stress and you know just a wide range of people from all over uh was probably the coolest thing that happened over the 19 months was like you to be in the sauna with yeah a business owner a crossfit athlete uh you know college student um and they'd always be like talking about the most random (laughs) random things you could think of yeah awesome uh, you know, I think what you're doing, and I think what a lot of us sauna people are kind of doing nowadays is we're kind of sick of the, the sterilized version of the sauna culture. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Where you like commercialized it and you set it in the, the hotel or you put it in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, everybody always seems to love it, but they, they don't feel that sense of community. So, 
kudos to you yes. for being mm. so brave and just going out on that because I mean it has to be there has to be a, a deeper passion for you to just go out on that branch mm. yeah I think I mean circling back to that that conversation of like I think um I give a lot of credit to the people that showed up because right. <laughs> we definitely didn't have your, uh, your traditional or commercial vibe, uh, considering we just had mobile trailers parked in the back of our space and like cooler, cold tubs. So <laughs> like, I mean, a lot of credit goes to the people that, that started showing up and then told all their friends and shared it and like appreciated it for what it was. And, uh, that that was kind of the foundation was like those first couple hundred people that really like jumped in with two feet mm-hmm. uh so okay just so the the viewers and the listeners are are up to date what yeah. is the what is the problem with the zoning what is the problem um and why what roadblock did you hit that they made you rezone and this is for your embrace north and it's located in linden hills right right yep okay um yeah in linden hills i guess a little background that i kind of hit on before too is like when we when we started it was like an add-on to like also the gym that we had um and so then we as it picked up and like the sun and cold was doing really well we've split away from the gym um and it just kind of like happened organically and and there's definitely things that we learned and probably could have done better early on but when it came actually in when we actually crossed paths with the zoning in administration it was in late december um where a zoning zoning administrator came to our space he was there for probably like five minutes and he was just like hey got a complaint just here to check it out took a couple pictures and he was like i just asked him like what do you what do you think we'll have to do or what how big of an issue is this Right. And um, and the first thing he said or the only thing he really told me on that first day was like, my guess is you have to apply for an outdoor business permit, um, considering that you're doing this and people are outside, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, that seems seems reasonable. Just like, you know, tell us what we need to do and we'll we'll fill yeah. it out and pay the permit fee and whatever. Um, and that was kind of how it ended. And that was my only like interaction with him in person. Mm-hmm. Um and then it was about two weeks after that, that I got an email following up um, from him just saying like, Hey, connect with my supervisor. My supervisor pointed out that there's this old zoning ordinance. I guess he didn't say old, but he said there's this zoning ordinance that labels saunas as sexually oriented businesses. Um, and so they're zoned to only operate in the downtown part of Minneapolis. Um, so <laughs> even, yeah, it was, it was wild. And even with like, even if we were to apply for the outdoor business permit, essentially it wouldn't matter because there's this other thing that would prohibit it anyway. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of uh, a shocker there. And then, I mean, I did some research and I was like, okay, how do these other businesses operate? You know, like how does Lifetime have a sign in their space? And one, one of the easier ways around it would, is that if it's an accessory to a main business, then they don't really... Uh, it's it's zoned differently so like if your main business is fitness or gym stuff and you have a sauna as an accessory it doesn't matter okay um but if it's a main if it's your only 
that's that's what matters and i guess what the what i came to find was that it was something that came about in like the early 80s during kind of the aids epidemic oh Oh, yeah um that that like those sound of business must have been must have been a place where where that stuff was yeah yeah where that that stuff was happening so um that's why they were like labeled specifically as as things that could only be downtown um and so on top of that then i met with uh so then that happened uh, i found where did i leave off here oh yeah so we got the thing they said sexual oriented business i reached out to another business in the twin cities that does the same type of thing and just asked if they had run anything or if they had a permit uh and the owner of that business connected me with a guy at the city that they had worked with um in the small business department uh and he he forwarded me the permit that they wrote in 2019 for this other business and it essentially kind of laid out the same thing that we had going as far as like three outdoor saunas blah 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 um and so i forwarded that to the guy that had had initially written us up the zoning guy and he said okay let me talk to my higher-ups and that department and we'll get back to you but it seems like there's seems like there's probably a way to progress forward right um right. yeah and so they were like don't there's no like deadline we're just gonna put everything on pause while i figure this out so at that point we were like all right there's we have something that has precedent this seems like it probably won't it seems like it'll be a non non-factor right it, we just have to work out some things and figure what, what that looks like uh and that was that was in early J- january and then it was like a month later when i got an email again saying pretty much that the permit that the i had sent them was from 2019 and it was like a um up and coming slash like trial permit to see if the business is viable because oh oh. because it was like a new business a new business model they'll do like these like temporary permits um and so they, what they had told me was that as far as their understanding is that business isn't operating in that capacity anymore. And so that they don't really care about the permit. Um, and obviously that business obviously had to shut down because of COVID. Um, cause that permit was written in 2019. So there were some other things there, but essentially they were like, we don't really care about the permit. We're going to follow through with these things. We had an attorney at the time. So we were like, all right, let's, can we hop on a call and talk about this further? Um, we got on the call and I should say, we also started like the petition, the online thing during that yeah, time. I was going to say, I signed. Yeah. That. Yes. I don't know if that helped any. Yeah. That petition was awesome. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for the support. And so we had started that. We had launched that. We made the video. We did the thing. Um, definitely got some more people's attention. Uh, then we got on a call with the city and a few other people in the city. Um, with myself and our, our attorney. And that was, that was the first time that it had been brought to my attention, or I should say the day before I met with the city council lady in our area who mentioned that the main complaint was the, the smoke in the air, which was like the first time through like the last like three, two months. It was the first time like the last two months that I, that someone had told me like, this was the actual problem. Right. Or like this, this was actually what the complaint was about. This is the issue. So that was like helpful in that way of like, okay, here's the actual problem. I got on the call, like it was the next day or later that week. And then uh, it was like, uh, 
the zoning guys were initially the two guys that we were going to have the call with, but then there was like an environmental health person, a health department person, a, a higher up city person. Uh, there's a lot of people on the call and essentially they're the environmental health person was like, we put an air quality monitor 200 feet away from your sauna. Um, and it was reading high on these days. And if it reads in this, 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 uh, percentage, then we're, then you'll be fined. And so like, it'll just be like an ongoing thing of like, if it reads high, we'll get fined. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was, that was like, that was like the flag. (laughs) I guess that was kind of the red flag to me to be like, it doesn't really, it doesn't really seem like there wants to be a solution here. Yeah. It's just like, there's something else is going on. And for some reason, they're really going to dig in on this. Um, and so we should, rather than waste our time and resources trying to fight them or do the legal thing, like let's just pivot and, and make the experience the best we can uh, in 2.0. So that was kind of the, that was kind of the, the end of it is we never really got, Nothing ever really was, they were never really, really willing to work with us on anything. Um, and so we just, we made the decision that rather than, if we would have continued to operate, like the fines would have just kept doubling and doubling and doubling yeah. and we wouldn't have been able to, to sustain operations. So wow. we paused and uh, are shifting, shifting inside. Well, and I think, you know, it sounds like there's a level of ignorance, right? Because if anybody had actually sat in a sauna and it's like 212 degrees, there's nothing sexual about that experience. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> nothing well, whatsoever. I think, I think my takeaway from it is more so that that, that was just a lever that they had in their pocket. Right. Yep. To pull rather than like, obviously, that we're not like, that it's not a sex party in the saunas like that they know that but they right, they right. they just have that tool to pull and kind of what i said what i've said to some other people is i think i think more so there was maybe a handful or even less than that of people that were were upset about it for some reason or another and whoever those people were they must have had a decent amount of of pull pull, pull. <laughs> yeah yeah so i think that to me that's the the narrative that makes the most sense but who knows <laughs> So how how big is your community like size wise? Because like Redwoods, what twenty five hundred? No five. Oh five thousand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how many? Twenty five hundred. How many people were in your membership? Is that what you were? No, no, no. Yeah. Or your, your your size of Linden. Linden. Oh, Linden. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know how big Linden Hills is. It's it's just the neighborhood in. Okay. So I don't even know how many people live there, but I mean. I have to look Does it a have map. a small town vibe to it, or is it more metro? Yeah, no, it's it's right by uh, Lake Harriet. Oh yes. So if oh, you've okay. been if you've been to Lake Harriet, yep. it's it's just west of Lake Harriet. So it's like, I mean, I think the average the average house has got to be half a million dollars. Yeah. So a little what, bit, a little more high. Class. It's a nice. It's a nice area. It's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. a nice area. Right. Um, the houses around the lakes. Uh, it borders up to Edina. Um, Right off oh, of 50th okay. in France is kind of a big area right there. Harriet Brewing's near there, isn't it? Harriet Brewing. I'm not sure where that is. There's um, it's on Lake Harriet, isn't it, or something? 
the the um closest maybe a landmark to us is probably 50th in france which is like a okay. shopping yeah. kind of area oh yeah I I love yeah, in france. yeah yeah so that that's that's just a few blocks south of where we were Oh my goodness. So the members in your community, how, I mean, did you have a bunch and now what are they doing? And <laughs> that's sure a, miserable. yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. We, I mean, we did, we did have a good, um, I think at the time that we paused, we were just right around just over 900. Um, wow. and so, yeah, we, did we froze everything. Um, and I, I imagine that that a lot of them are are searching for the other outlets. I mean, there are other there are other options on the market for sure that are available. Um, as far as like some there's some stuff with Stokeyard and yeah, mobile sauna rentals. Rent a mobile sauna, obviously not as friendly. as our options and so imagine doing that um mm-hmm. and i'm sure some people picked up memberships and stuff to go back to songs there just kind of uh just kind of uh... <laughs> well and i mean you seem like a very reasonable human being besides the what was it, 174 mile run you did <laughs> yeah <I'll... laughs> we searched you we're like you're a little crazy guys <laughs> holy god down to earth uh, <laughs> oh, <holy> yeah <laughs> that's awesome good for you well thank you okay so that that option is down what is 2.0 looking like for you yeah that's uh yeah that's that's what our focus has been on um so we we were kind of already in the process of of searching for a second location before this all happened just because we had we were getting to the place where it's like we were packed all the time uh, we need to figure out what the next location is going to look like and so we've been looking more in the other side of the twin cities at some locations um, in like the Northeast area. And then we've also now with this happening, we've also started to look more in St. Louis park. Um, but that being said, wherever, wherever we do end up, it will be, it will be more inside, uh, all inside, I should say. Um, and we're trying to find places that have, you know, more industrial feel where we can have some big garage doors and keep the garage doors open, um, to keep like air flowing in and out. Um, and we've been working on, we've been working on this for a while. We've been working on this for probably three or four months now of, uh, getting a commercial cold tub that, um, circulates water and, you know, does the whole thing, chills it, uh, which we've built out before. And then we came to find that, that they're considered public pools. And so there's a lot of, uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of regulation around public pools as, as you could imagine. So, the ones we had built out previously, we found out obviously didn't meet the public pool code. So we hired some engineers that are designing and doing the whole thing. So it'll meet the, the code that we need to meet. Um, and so that's just, I mean, things just take a long time when you start to, when you have the regulations and you have third parties that you have to hire to, to do that. It just, things take a while. Um, so, but we've been working on that for a while and we, we have some, final designs now in the works and then um 
from there, it'll be building it out and getting it rolling and then building out the saunas inside the space. Um, my business partner, Drew, is a general contractor. So awesome. we, do, we do have a lot of uh, knowledge in the building space, which is huge. Um, so we'll be building out saunas inside, um, electric stoves will be used um ones that you can still splash water on and whatnot and um our our goal is to keep or to have them still be um hot and not just kind of like a yeah you know a mild temp so we want to make sure that we have ones that can still get the room to that place where you can start sweating in you know 10 Mm. 10 minutes what is the stove that's electric that you can run water on is it that kimi or I, there's probably more, there's probably a few, but one that we've used in the past um, and one that's pretty popular is Hume, H-U-U-M. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're they're like little baskets of rocks and they have coils that run up in between the rocks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they're, they're also great because they are Bluetooth like capable. So you can start, stop, change the temp from your phone. Schmancy. And how yeah. hot do they get? You can set them up to 230. What? really really so that's that's what their top top set temperature is I, if, if they actually get up to that i think would probably be dependent on a few yeah. the size of the room and the, power the, capacity the to yeah the power capacity and how well the room is insulated and awesome. some of those variables well it sounds like you guys have got your stuff figured out or at least figuring it out that's awesome because they're your community's waiting. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's yeah. We that's that's the exciting thing is like we do have a really good vision for it. The like frustrating thing in the moment is just like not being able to like do it right now. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. I'm sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, and you're like you said in one of your posts, you're doing the best you can, right, with the tools you have, and I think that's exactly what we're saying about our mobile sauna and you know, we have new tools here that we can use for our health and community and to meet new people and, and different things, especially around here where there's limited functions to do, you know, like we're trying to just let people experience it, you know, our April 15th weekend, but with, with the approach of maybe, you know, having our own mobile sauna. Let me flip the script on, uh, let me flip the script a little bit and, and hear more about yeah, what what you guys are doing and uh about April fifteenth and yeah, just that whole vision idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh Kara and I we had many experiences I think throughout the year. I what is that place up in the cities where you can cross country ski again and they usually have like mobile saunas and, and rent it out and you can- Oh at at uh Theodore Worth. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that was my first time with my friend Angie mm. that I had been experienced to it. Okay. And it, it just always sat with me. Yep. Mm. Right. I'm a I'm a hot yoga nut, so I love the heat. Mm-hmm. Kara sees me suffer every time I sit <laughs> in the ice outside. <laughs> <laughs> and mine was just, you know, three years ago I became alcohol free and my one of my I call it a stick that I'm like, if I stay six months, I'm gonna get one of these saunas because i heard they're really good for you and it's been three years and i absolutely love it but experiencing it with more people in the community and stoke yard and or malcolm malcolm yard and um 
Well, and now the northern Nordic exposure event that we we both went to. Yep, I yep. think that was the Kindle Fire. Mankato had is is starting. They have started a business over there, and Mankato was only an hour and a half for us. So on a, mm. on a good day. So that's why we went with them for for renting it for that weekend. But we both are just like this needs to change. This needs to, like this needs to happen down here. Why do we have to go? so far to experience a date night even I did it with my husband you did it with your mm-hmm. husband yeah. so yeah so we're just like a market research really that weekend the 15th people can do one hour slots between 3 and 8 p.m we just kind of put it out there sessions of four people at a time and cold plunge will be there and awesome I, I think also part of that market research part of that that weekend is that I'm hoping that we create a spark within that subset of people to be like, yeah, we need this in our area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And there's nothing better than organic marketing where you can go out, try you it. talk about it, you try it, and you're like, this would be lovely mm-hmm. to have in my backyard. Somebody needs to do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kara and Gabby are doing it. Yeah. Let's go and support them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And we don't have as many legislative rules because let's be honest. Yeah. It's the wild west. (laughs) (laughs) You should come. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. Maybe you'll, you should do your business down here. Yes. No, but we, we really want to see if people, what they like, what they would use it for, if they would rent it. But also we talked about the idea of a membership somewhere. Like how does Mm. that work? And you know, is that more economical? Like you said, Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's such a cool idea too. So we're open to, well, and ultimately we'd like to do like one week in a month where we visit small little communities and do pop-up events. Like, Hey, you guess Gosh. what? Uh, 507 Sonico is going to be in Walnut Grove. We're going to be by the lake this weekend, mm-hmm. come out, book a time, hop in the lake, try it out. Come, come get out. Cause yeah. Honestly, um, what we've seen is is a loss of connectivity in our community. Mm. Yeah. So, and uh, and another roadblock that we probably will run into is the Grumpkins, is what mm. I will call them. But, yeah. <laughs> the Grumpkins. What no. are you doing? What do you mean get hot? Or what do you mean get cold? That's crazy. Why Make are me, you doing this? I have to sit next to another person <laughs> that I don't know. Yes, Yes. you do. Yeah, the 15th is the open hour sessions. And then the 16th um, is a women's event from one to four that includes this and a a painting project as well. So just just trying. That's what we're about. We're trying. We're like, figure it out. We have wings. We'll figure it out as we fly down. (laughs) Yeah, and we have a beautiful godmother. We named her after... (laughs) the mob boss because it can't be the godfather <laughs> godmother but she's our our economic development little angel and she's been trying to connect us and get us funding and mm. small business grants and working with um the redwood county health division and like all of those different things she's been our connector yes and cheering us along the way yeah that's she awesome enough <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think it just takes open minds and open people to try it that we're hoping and we'll go from there and we're just going to use you as a tool like, hey, he figured it out as they went along and what we like to do, what other people like to do. And then also, gosh, you could 
people could rent it for fundraisers and veterans and you know like there's so many things we could give back to as well and we're not crazy no this is happening all over minnesota oh yeah for sure all over the the country Mm -hmm. it's yeah people are people are into it and i kind of what you alluded to there is like the connectivity piece of it's it's a great activity that people can participate in that has no no real bar to entry and mm-hmm. is not drinking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> I would recommend the sauna water, though. That is delicious. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so right. So, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you both. This is great. Oh, this, was awesome. Awesome. this was awesome. We will have to look up, look you up when we come up that way and find a sauna with you or just chat sometime. It would be great to, to meet you in person. <laughs> Absolutely. I was going to say, I mean, any, anything that you want to follow up with or as, as you're going through the process, definitely reach out whatever Instagram or email or whatever. I'm happy to, happy to help how I can. And if you and three fellow friends would like to drive two and a half hours, Southwest Minnesota, (laughs) come on down on the 15th. (laughs) Okay. Let me see. Let me see what I can do on that. See if I can find a few, uh, a few uh sidekicks yeah yeah let's do it awesome yeah embrace wonderful the- embrace the north <laughs> embrace the north that's right in southwest minnesota <laughs> hey that still counts that's still plenty north okay oh, awesome. <laughs> thanks so much kellen yeah. absolutely kara gabby thank you both have a great day have a great one later bye-bye